when I look at the number of people that are really, really successful, the amount of them that essentially mortgaged or sold, however you want to think about it, their 20s and sometimes their 30s to be successful, it's, it's insane. This question comes from David Rupp. Hey guys, first of all, I only started listening to the relationship theory last week and I've enjoyed it tremendously. Thank nice. you so much. My question is, how do you think your marriage affected your business? If you were starting out, would you pursue a relationship or put it on hold until you had hit a certain level of success so that you could focus on your ideas 100%? I know there are a lot of variables here, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. So in no uncertain terms, um, I would prioritize my ambition over a relationship all day, every day. You and would. A hundred percent. And when you and I met, I had absolutely no interest in a long-term relationship. It was precisely because you were legally obligated to leave the country that I pursued you. Explain when you say that to people. I think people get confused because I didn't have a visa to stay. Yeah. What do you think they think? I don't know. It, it takes a second for at least the first time. Which would you choose if you could only choose one? Your love life or your purpose? Your career? Your goals. Would you prefer climbing the mountain of life? The world. The world is your oyster. I'm going to get out here and I'm going to win at all costs. I'm going to go get it. Would you rather do that? Or would you rather have the love of your life? The VOR is back on KBLA Talk 1580. You already know what it is. You know how I like to do. I like to turn the screws. Discover your purpose at the crossroads of career and love. Can you do it? 1-800-920-1580. Can you actually have it all? The greatest love of your life? as well as massive success. We see a lot of successful people out there. They look pretty miserable in relationship. I, I, I'm not going to say no names. Zoe Williams, I'm one of them. 1-800-920-1580. I want to know which would you choose? A very high-powered career where you have power, where you have decision-making capabilities, you have control of other people's lives. You know you can't bring that into your relationship. I'm just, but I'm saying, which would you prefer? This is about to get deep. If you could only choose one, which would it be, your career or your love life? I have a special guest in the building. Referred to me by our friend of the show, Dr. Pacoya McCall. She was like, Zoe, bro, bro, brother, you should, brother, brother. Yes, Sean, I'm on live. And can Andy use the rest? Sean had already called in. Call back in, Sean. <laughs> Andy gonna answer the phone. He gonna get it. We live, brother. So she was like, yo, you gotta get uh, my friend on. And this is a pretty accomplished woman. This ain't no young lady now. This is a woman. 
You know, your granddaddy, that's a woman, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, a woman. And let me just say this real quick. Her name is Sharifa Hardy. But let's get a little deeper. Sharifa, you're running for something, I'm told? Yes. What is it? California State Senate District 33 in the 2024 election. Really? Yes. But Zoe, I'm single. You single? Yes, I am single. Why is that? Because I want to answer your question. Can I ask you a question now? You can, if you'd like. I didn't even answer the question. I didn't even ask the question. Okay, ask the question. But that's why I'm excited. That's that's probably why I don't have a man, because I'm already jumping in, running the show, right? No, because I've just been excited the whole time to answer this. If I could choose either one, I would choose having the love of my life. Really? Yes, yes, without a doubt. I would choose time and time again. This is a very accomplished woman. I mean, she's written several books. Mm -hmm. She has a website. Tell us about your website and all of the services that you provide on the website. My website is AskSharifa.com. I provide marketing and PR services. I can take any business from where it is to exactly where it needs to go. I was one of the people who did the 2016 Punch TV Studios IPO. We raised about $6 million. I did all the marketing and the PR to take the company public. So that's just one of the things that I've done and what I can do for other companies. Ladies and gentlemen, we about to cook with the rarest grease. What's the rarest grease? Avocado oil? What is it? Let's go back to Big Mama's kitchen. That can of lard. Yes. We finna cook with some lard. I got questions. How do you define purpose in the context of choosing between career and love? 1-800-920-1580. Can one truly find fulfillment and happiness with out a successful career or a loving relationship yes Ooh, here absolutely we, here we go how does societal pressure influence our decision between career and love can one achieve a successful career without sacrificing their love life or vice versa 1-800-920-158 i want to know which has the highest priority in your life your business or your business you understand my business (laughs) i want to know which has the highest priority if you could only choose one callers when you call in i want you to tell me which is the most important to you i want to know which is the most important is it your love life or is it your work life yes 1-800-920-1580. Now we can answer some questions. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your story because you've kind of lived this topic. Yes. Now, married twice. Yes. Divorced twice. Yes. Because of your ambition? Some people call it ambition. You know, the majority of things I've done in my life, people have labeled as ambition. Everything I did was because I was a teenage mom. I got pregnant at 17, had my daughter at 18 years old. So it wasn't because I was looking to be ambitious. It was because I had these little kids who were looking up to me and they were saying, Mom, what's for dinner? And so I had to figure it out. I had to figure out how to feed the children. But over time, it became more of an ambition because 
because what I realized is that I needed a man who understood where I was going, not where I'm at. So are you saying, let me just ask, because a lot of women experience this. Were the men controlling? Were they trying to limit you in some way? Were they trying to prevent you from actually reaching the maximum potential you were trying to cultivate with regards to your career? You are good at what you do, Zoe. That is great. That is wonderful. Reaching the pinnacle. No, that wasn't it. It's when you're with somebody like me, where I, I built my first website in 1994, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. And so no one had any idea where I would wind up. So those men, for, for the most part, really was just trying to pay the mortgage. You know, so it's wonderful to have someone who believes in a dream and knows that one day they could possibly run for senate but right now on the first of the month the mortgage is due so a lot of times you have men who are just simply trying to hold their families together keep a roof over their head and i have a dream so what led to the breakup the 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 divorce you said it was your ambition Were, were they in competition were they envious no, Zoe, you're looking at Sharifa Hardy in 2023. Imagine Sharifa Hardy in 1994. This 18-year-old girl who says, I don't want a boss. I want to work for myself. I know we have to pay the bills, but I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, start my own thing. I want to do marketing. I want to do PR. I want to have clients and customers. I don't want to go to work at nine o'clock. Mm. I don't want to punch a clock. And so again, when I, just with my family, not even mentioning relationships, but just with my family, there were people in my family who considered me lazy because I didn't want to get a nine to five. I was way ahead of my time. Mm -hmm. So it takes a strong person, a strong man to understand that what we're doing is building something for the future. We're creating generational wealth when so many people are just focused on that nine to five. So I'm going to come back again. Were they not team players? Did they, I mean, cause you said you need a strong person. Does that imply they were weak in some way? No, I don't think that they were weak. I just think I'm hella strong. You know, there, there's, a, there's a difference. There's a difference. You know, again, this is L.A. Were you stronger than them? No, I'm. See, you trying to break up happy homes I'm over here, though. What, I'm, what just... I'm saying, what I'm saying <laughs> is that I'm not your regular woman. I've never been. I, you know, even my high school. I went to downtown business magnet mm-hmm. high school. I was somebody who, at a very young age, was studying economics. I was studying statistics. I was in business, and so when you when you're with a man, he doesn't necessarily un- understand your passion and where you're going. He's just, he's looking at L.A. girls. He's looking at typical mm-hmm. people, and I wasn't your typical person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got it. Hey, I got it. I got <laughs> it. I got it. Which is more important, marriage or career? Which would you choose today? I'm going to say this. Okay. Marriage and career. Mm-hmm. require the same level of effort in order to be successful at either one of them. When you look at, say, Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or Prince mm-hmm. or Michael Jordan or Kobe, mm-hmm. obsessive with regards to what they do. Right. Right? I'm sure it's pretty hard to be in a relationship with those guys. Yes. You see Kobe, he'll get up at six and five in the morning And that's his first workout. Mm -hmm. Then he'll eat, go home, come back at 11. That's workout number two. Mm -hmm. 
Then he'll eat, go home, come back at 6 p.m. That's workout number three. Mm -hmm. And he does it every day. He calls them blackouts. Mm -hmm. That's what Kobe would do. You look at Michael Jackson. Couldn't sleep. If he gets a music idea in his head, a song idea, boom, pops up, write it, write it down. Got to write it down. Mm -hmm. So you, when you're dealing with people, and, and we all know Prince's work ethic was crazy. Mm -hmm. Quincy Jones once told me, he was like, I'm married to my music. And oftentimes the, the women that I'm involved with are a little jealous of my relationship with kind of my purpose. Mm -hmm. So my question is, is it possible to have that kind of obsession for your career? Is it possible to have that for your relationship simultaneously? No. Which one? Which one takes precedence, <laughs> Sharifa? You no, you just got to know. No, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And it's very simple. There are only 24 hours in a day mm. and you cannot serve two masters. You can only focus on one thing and give them that amount of energy. That's at least for people who are as driven as those people are. But let's just throw something else on top of that. Right. OK. You mentioned getting up at five o'clock in the morning, right. not coming home until 11 p.m. Right. Because you're working out all day. Right. Now, just imagine being married to a man and giving him a recount of your day and I'm telling him, oh, I was hanging out in the studio with Zoe today. What is that man going to think? <laughs> right. And, and those are some of the things that you deal with as a woman, mm -hmm. you know, jealousy works both ways. Agreed. Agreed. So you, they were jealous of you. When we come forward, the voice of reason is going to keep this fire lit. We got a great one tonight. Many 19-year-old girls, I've talked to many of them, believe that their career is going to be the most important thing in their life. Very few 30-year-old women believe that, even if they have high-powered careers, because they tend to discover that high-powered careers come at a substantial cost, like 60, 70-hour work weeks, etc. And so that life might be best spent in the bosom of family and friends and with children, etc. That's where much of the true value is. And most women figure that out by the time they're in their 30s, which is why high powered law firms, for example, have a hell of a time retaining their extremely competent and highly valuable women. No one likes right. to talk about this. They wouldn't talk about it in the law firms that I consulted for many, many of them. All the women would talk about it privately. The discussion was always about how the law firms weren't doing enough to support women with their children. And all the women knew that wasn't true. That wasn't what was going on. And the law firms were bending over backwards to try to accommodate them because they wanted to keep their high-performing women for obvious economic reasons. Hey, Jordan Peterson does not play. I mean, you might not like him. But guess what? He drops bombs every time I play a clip from him, man. And and, and he, he wrapped it up right there. Listen, the age-old question of whether to prioritize one's career or love life has perplexed individuals throughout history. Tonight's topic, man, we aim to explore the complexities of this dilemma, delving into the impact of passion, dedication, support, personal growth, sacrifice, that's a big one, societal norms, and various other factors that influence our decision-making process. By examining these aspects, we're going to try, myself and Sharifa, we're going to try to gain a deeper understanding 
of the intricate relationship between career and love and ultimately find a path towards true happiness and fulfillment. Because guess what? In America, with the gas prices and the mortgage and the rent and the bread, the milk, the eggs, the cheese, you got to have some kind of money coming in. So I don't know if you can prioritize love over the money. 1-800-920-1580. We've got people on the line. I want to get them in here and get their perspective on this. If you only had one to choose, if you could only choose one, love or bread, love or that paper, huh? Which one would it be? Sean, Oakland, California, get in here. Hey, brother, and um, Sharifa, if I may, because I didn't hear the last name, but I have to tell you, the first thing that came to my mind when you guys were talking is the definition of success. Like, what is that, Mm. right? Because if you don't have someone in your corner that is, is willing to say, hey, go do your thing. Look, I, my better half is amazing. And, and she, I just like, I can't say enough good things about her, but I also had to stay out of her way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, there were times when I wanted to go kick someone's rear end because they were being it, it, in a man's world, like the old boys network kind of a thing, you know, in, in the legal world. Right. And she told me, get out of the way. I got it. And I was like, it wasn't easy, but I said, cool. I'm going to do my thing and be successful in my own right. But I think the key is what is the definition of success? there's a boundary with that money because yes, everyone has to have some means. There's no doubt you have to have that. But if that's the only focus, then, then I think sometimes you run into some issues if you have kids and all that down the road, because there are a lot of other things that are involved in the quality of life. But what I'm hearing right here is, you know, when you're driven to do something and you know, you're good at it, Go for it. And you need someone to support you in that all the way through. Man, I love it, Sean. You know what you just did, though, right? Brother, you know me. I'm always trying to bring this entire world into uh, the building. You're not going to say you bring in Oakland. You bring in Oakland (laughs) in the building. Come on. East Bay is in the house because of Sean. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Win! I come forward. We're going to talk to Windshield right here in Los Angeles. Comet, a financial services company, surveyed 364 single employed millennials. Now, 41% said they would end a relationship for a promotion. They also found that almost a third said they would end a relationship for a raise. Is it wise to put your love life on hold for your career. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm convinced that they're predominantly men who did this survey because every horrible relationship that I've been in, like the guys will put our relationship to the back burner for their career. When I did like some reflective work, I was like, out of the five relationships I've had, I'm the common denominator. So what decisions am I making that's no longer serving me? And the main thing was I was putting his needs career-wise and personally ahead of mine. 
so now mama's like, oh no, bruh. Like, I'm not even getting you tissue if you want it. Like, <laughs> it's all me. Yeah. Uh, like, Andy, turn this <laughs> off. Turn this mess off. Why are you mad, Zoe? I'm not Why mad. Why you mad, just, Zoe? That don't make sense to me. Why? Did Did you hear what she... I heard what she said. It's tit for tat. It's cut. Listen, hold tight. You are a successful woman. Yes? Success? Isn't that what Sean said? Success? R- is- Listen, I'm saying according to American standards, you are a successful woman. I, I don't own a home. I don't, I I rent, so I don't have a mortgage. I own my businesses. You own, I own your vehicles. businesses. You yes. own vehicles. Yes. Okay. So what, do, what is defined as success then? So you're not successful? I'm successful in my own mind. Okay then, so you want to uh, push back on something? Wait a minute, now, which, I, you agree or you disagree? Which one? I agree. Okay, so she's successful. What in the world? Just... I told you we gonna have some fun today. We just gonna argue for the sake of arguing. So she's a successful woman, mm-hmm. and the point that I'm making is, you got to a point where you reached your definition, your level of success, and you said to yourself, I made it to this point. Now I want love. No, that's completely wrong. So tell me why, tell me where I missed it. Okay. What had happened was. Okay. <laughs> picture it. Sicily. No, I'm just kidding. I never really got to a point or a stage where I made a decision either way. Life happened. I was laid off eight times, right? And so I had a job one day, and then I went home the next day, and I was like, babe, you know that job I had? Right. I don't have a job anymore, Mm. you know? So I wasn't one of those women who just made a decision to do something else. It just happened along the way, if Mm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But still, still. You reached a certain level of success mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. You got businesses. You got cars. Mm-hmm. You able to pay your bills. Yes mm-hmm. or no? Yes. Do you want a relationship? Yes. Right. But relationships come with sacrifice, right? What are you so, willing to sacrifice? Listen. I would prefer <laughs> love. Let's get back to. Let's yeah, get back hey. to. Let's get back to. You don't get to I would love. <laughs> I would love to have a relationship, right? But it has to be with the the right person, with the right guy, because I would have to. So you t- looking for a fit? Yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, ma'am. No. This ain't a pair of shoes. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It has to fit. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> What are you willing to sacrifice? And if you got to sacrifice something, obviously it don't fit. No. That's Otherwise, not, you wouldn't have to sacrifice. That's not true. It sounds good the way you said it, well, but te- that's, you that's tell not me. true. Right? Because when you're, when, women know, we know, when we're looking for shoes, it has to fit. And what are we sacrificing? Those old shoes, that single life, in order to have the shoes that we want. Those three inch, five inch, that's what we want. So we, we can sacrifice. Why are you looking like that? I'm Why are you looking to, confused? I'm trying to understand. Did you answer my question? What? Probably not. I'm a politician. Uh, yeah, I, Clearly. <laughs> What are you willing to sacrifice in order to have what you want in love? Time. See, that's what people don't understand. I have to sacrifice the time that I could be using to do other things, to spend time and give him the attention that he needs. And I'm not always willing to do that for just 
anybody. It costs me money. Not, what I, if he's I, so, an amazing let, person? Amazing or wonderful. But every time I leave the house, it costs me, literally. And I say I that with it. no yeah, you I, know, ego yes. or whatever because it's not that I'm necessarily paying more when I'm out. Mm-hmm. But I'm stopping doing everything I could be doing at the house. Maybe there are clients that I have to work with. So I'm stopping doing that. So that can cost me money or delay me money just to go out and spend time with this this guy what? or for, to have him come over. Wait a minute. What if the relationship that you want, mm-hmm. that you're asking to be in, yes. usurps a lot of the time you need in order to be as effective and efficient as you are currently in business. Are you willing to sacrifice that time? I want to go back to your, your, your honor. Let me answer this question my way, because I'm not looking to be in a relationship. I'm not trying to find a man. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. I agree. So I, I am not out looking for it. I've been divorced twice and I divorced my husband's. Uh. Okay. So what I'm doing now is making better decisions going in. Uh. So when I do have that man that will be my husband, I will make time for him. I will put the relationship first, but I'm not just going to stop what I'm doing right now. I'm I didn't sick. ask you to stop doing what you're doing right now. You want me to put the apron on? So I, didn't, go in the I didn't say none of that. What I That's said what I was, would you be willing yes. to sacrifice yes. the necessary yes. time? Absolutely. For him. Yeah, that's all I ask. For you him. To... For that one man. Oh Lord. He gotta be a hell of a man though. Ooh, hell of a man. So you're already coming in judgmental. We it got callers judgmental. on the line. <laughs> Let's get my brother Windshield from Los Angeles. I want to talk to Windshield. See if he agrees with me. He can only talk if he agrees. <laughs> Clearly, that's what it is. I saw that. Windshield, get in here. Hey, listen, man, listen. It's not like she's looking in the rearview mirror. You know, there's a windshield out there. Stop looking in the rearview mirror. Times are changing. If you got a power couple and you think you are who you are, then you need to step up and deliver. It sounds like, you know, a lot of situations that you were in, you wasn't ready for because the brakes didn't sustain themselves. So when you're talking and you're talking, and man is listening. He's like, well, she's a little young. She hasn't been experienced enough to know how to go about it and have a relationship as well as making her success. I mean, it took her 20 minutes to tell me what she did 10 years ago. But these are new times. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Your thoughts on what my guy hold tight windshield because i i feel like you got some more hold tight when we come forward we're gonna allow sharifa to respond ladies and gentlemen my playlist is my co-host my goodness michael jackson or prince let's work by prince or got me working I love him. Working day and night, Michael Jackson. Which day one is the best? Gee. I'm not gonna say. They both fire now. Lee. <laughs> Tonight's topic, we on fire. We got our working songs playing. If you could only choose one, which would it be? Your career or your love life? 
And we have an amazing guest in the building right now, Sharifa Hardy. She's running for Senate. She has uh, a myriad of businesses. Go to her website, AskSharifa.com. She's written books. She has a podcast. This is a go-getter. Somebody's out there doing it. Okay. We have Windshield on the line from Los Angeles. And Windshield made some statements that I want Sharifa to be able to respond to. Your thoughts on what Windshield said? What I would say to Windshield is, I see right through you. I, I see what you're trying to do. It wasn't 10 years ago. Right. It was 20 years ago, right? So I was a 20-year-old young lady, and now I'm 47. Hold on, Windshield. We'll get you in here. Just let her, let her speak her piece now. So I agree with all you. All right, all right. Windshield, dear Windshield, I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree with you. But again, being divorced twice, I make better decisions going in this time. Mm -hmm. So that's not to say that I haven't been in relationships since then. It's just 20 years ago, I decided that relationship or those relationships didn't work for me. Mm, nice, nice. Now, now you can respond, Windshield. Let's talk about the relationship for a moment so we can clear it up. When you decided to make that choice to mate with that person, did you run that through your family? Was was he, as we would say, jailed with the rest of the family, or was it just a single situation that you decided on your own? When she, if we go through every relationship and every aspect, no, we go be on, here all night. So let's talk about every relationship, just one. Okay, which one? Which one? You ain't got to. Yeah. Which one you want to talk about? You ask me which one. They're your relationships. Okay, which one you want to pick? <laughs> Come on now, Windshield. Now be nice. Now. Okay, 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 okay. Listen, listen. So after listening and holding on the phone for 23 minutes to talk to you. Just to talk to me? I'm just not going. You special, girl. I feel special now. <laughs> windshield here for 23 minutes just to talk to little old me. Come on, Windshield. Well, let me say this. Okay, let me say this. It's not a competition. It's a marathon. And in a marathon, you pass the baton. Mm -hmm. Now, 20 years ago, you were a much younger lady. 20 years ago, I was a much younger man. Mm -hmm. I passed the baton. Now, if the baton comes back, like I open the door, if she comes back to my program and I can endure her program, we can walk together in divine understanding. So let's not compete with the fact that he wasn't and you was. It just wasn't a good fit. As some people say, he but was think, unequally yoked. But I think that's what she said. I, I think, was thinking the same thing. I, I think, think you're making my argument. Yeah. She said he didn't fit. That's what she said. But but it's what you were trying to do that makes that a fit. Are you trying to do what you did 20 years ago now? She just said she got a different approach now. <laughs> Yes. Right. So we're evolving. The thing is to grow together. That's not necessarily true. That's an opinion, which is why we're on a uh -huh. talk show. Some people you can oh. grow with, but then you have to make the decision as an adult, an adult 
to determine if you're able to grow with that person. It's very difficult for people to get together and go in different directions. For me, I'm able to look at it and say, you know what, this doesn't benefit me. I'll give you one example. Again, I was 17 years old when I got pregnant with my daughter. I got married at 19 years old. So at that young age, okay, I, so I believe... Right Hold on, you I, can't talk over a windshield. I'm going to come to you. No, talk, you talk over Just hold uh, on, ahead, let her finish her thought now. Go ahead. Finish it. Finish it. Windshield and do me all off. So, you know, you're a young pregnant girl. Your family is involved. Everybody's telling you you should be married. You should do the right thing. You have to have a two parent household. So these are the things that we're going through at that time. Mm -hmm. Windshield, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Let, 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 let me let me not seem like somebody on the outside looking in throwing fiery darts. So let me ask you a question. You're a traveled woman now, right? You've been around the block. Correct. You've been across the couple times. Correct. You've seen it. There's different flavors. Correct. In L.A. County, in L.A. County, which is a very affluent and fast-moving pace, you're able to keep up with that now. But back then, it was a different story. I can understand that. So why are we looking and talking about the rearview mirror some 20 years ago when we're talking about you moving forward? You're talking about politics now. That's one of my favorite things to play with, but, politics. But when Supporting she different politicians behind things. So I'm just saying, it's cool now that we know where you're at and where you came from. So I take my hat off to you. Can I there, vote for you? There we go. Can I vote? That's all we wanted. Winshield. I would greatly appreciate your vote, the vote of all your friends, the vote of all your neighbors, everybody you know. I need you now to go out and tell the people about your new friend, Sharifa Hardy. So I do agree with you about the past, but what I want people to understand as far as business, if you don't work at communication within your relationships, mm. you may wind up in the same situation that I'm in. I'm here to help the young people who are just starting out in their relationships to try to make better decisions. That's why I keep referring to the past. And don't okay, we so learn from the past, which I'm confused. Yeah. I'm trying to, f don't yeah, we? Wait, 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 if you don't wait, learn wait, from wait, the wait, past, wait, wait. you will be doomed gonna... to repeat it. Yes. Okay. I, I got that. I got that. Let me help you. Let me help you. So, Originally, you're from California? No. Where are you from? Are we on a date? Hey, I was about to say, windshield, her oh, Instagram no. oh, God, is... Come on, come on, come on. I'm business. teasing. It's fine. Hey, it's, it's fine. What I'm state are you from? I was born in Washington, D.C. I left D.C. when I was two. East Went Coast, to come on. Columbus, Ohio, and I've been in Cali since 1985. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Okay, so okay. listen. <laughs> now, right now, we're on the air. Yes. Now, two people you mentioned, and I've done business with them. One of them, I'm wondering to see when they're going to break with the success. Because everything is about success. A relationship, your job, your car, all those are success. One of the things I'd like to do with you when we're off the air, since you said you did websites and all that, maybe you can manage one of my profitable businesses. Notice the keyword is profitable. So my question to you is, what's your number? Everybody got a number. Everybody got an annual growth they want to make every year. So when we get off the phone, if we was to talk again, let me know what your number is. As of right now, we're on the air. 
people are picking up on some of the things we say and some of the things we don't. But the bottom line is that it's being chopped up right in front of you. Okay, now, windshield. Windshield. This is what I want you to do, because windshield, you on the radio pitching woo right now. This is what I want you to do. I want you to oh, reach oh. out to Sharifa Hardy. What's your uh your email? Do you have an email address that you can mm-hmm. give out? It's right at asksharifa.com. At- Contact us. Contact us. Yes. Go to the website. Okay, let me ask. Spell Sharifa. S as in Sam. H A R I. F is in Frank, A-H.com, Asharifa.com. But before you do that and you want to know what my number is, you make a lot of assumptions. Boy, when you speak. do you hear? You just say everybody. I'm not assuming I don't, nothing. I'm I, just being straightforward. No, but you, you just said I had a number. That I had a number. I'm a businessman like you. I'm a businessman. Right. But well, she's a businesswoman. So, so I'm not making no assumptions. I don't have a set number or goal. What I love to do is to help people. That's what I do. So okay. I would love to work with okay. you, especially if you have a profitable business. Profitable? Profitable. All right, Windshield. Hey, guess what Very you profitable. just did? I, I do it. So look. Windshield, guess what you just did? What I just did. You just brought Los Angeles <laughs> in the building. Lord have mercy. Windshield done called in from the Ike Turner School of Let's Do Business. When we come forward... We're going to talk to our good friend, Reggie, from Austin, Texas. Let's go! I once asked a seemingly confident man what his biggest insecurity or fear was. To my surprise, he answered, falling in love right now. He said he feared love because his number one priority was to maintain a concentrated mentality, focused to better himself academically, career-wise, and altogether. You may say this is an excuse to not fall in love, but new research indicates that this man's reasoning might actually be accurate. A study was conducted by researcher Hank van Steenbergen along with colleagues from Leiden University and the University of Maryland on 43 participants who were in new relationships, meaning six months or less. They were asked to perform specific tasks, such as separating relevant and irrelevant information. The results? The participants' ability to concentrate and perform tasks were not present. Steenvergen shared in his study, High levels of passionate love of individuals in the early stage of a romantic relationship are associated with reduced cognitive control. Also adding, It could be that the obsessive nature of passionate love imposes important constants on performing well in tasks that require self-control. Ray Padilla Francoeur, author of the book Free Fall, A Late-in-Life Love Affair, fell extremely head over heels for her current mate. Regardless of how emotionally ecstatic she was, the newfound love took a terrible toll on her health. She noted becoming lightheaded, losing weight, not being able to fall asleep for days, or being able to concentrate or eat. I was happier than ever emotionally, even though I couldn't eat and felt shaky all the time, recalled Francoeur. Francoeur lost 15 pounds almost immediately, and her friends were concerned. One of her friends recalls her saying, during an outing at lunch, She's ordering everything on the menu, and I won't have anything because I can't even swallow. Psychologist Dorothy Tenov calls this limerence, the obsessive, intrusive, and all-consuming state we're in where we justify letting work, friends, responsibilities, even ourselves, slide so we can satisfy our overly enthusiastic need for our new partner. Jennifer Nelson of Today. Hey, that's very interesting. 
That's very interesting. I said before, welcome back to the second hour of the VOR live on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm in studio with you going to be one of my peoples. I'm going to be bringing you back. Sharifa. Yes. Tell them who you are and what you do. I'm, I, I'm just calling her Sharifa now. That's Sharifa. Ask Sharifa. Tell them who you are and what you do. I'm a business consultant, talk show host, candidate for California State Senate in the for District Excuse me, District 33 mm-hmm. in the 2024 election. Hey, and and don't call in here and try to undress her again. Don't <laughs> you, you know what's your, what's your number, huh? I want to know your price, cause I got businesses that are profitable. <laughs> don't call very profitable. <laughs> yes. No, I love that brother. I, he can call in anytime he wants. The voice of reason. We allow everybody. No, I'm gonna talk to him. Yes, I talk to him. absolutely. Tonight's topic is a deep one, and we're having a good time delivering it to you. If you can only choose one, callers, call in right now. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. If you can only choose one, which would it be? Your career or your love life? And that clip just broke down. Some of the distracting kind of experiences we go through uh, when our relationship kind of leads instead of our ambition. Mm-hmm. Now, for you, you've had both. You've yes. had you've you've been married twice. Yes. You've been divorced twice. Yes. But which is more consistent in your life? I'm gonna ask you this question: your love life or your business life? Which is more consistent? My business life. Why is that? I won't say it's the most important thing to me, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to stop until it's that special person. I'm not going to stop and dedicate that time until I find that or that person finds me and we're, we decide to be in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Who out there agrees with Sharifa now? Call us, 1-800-920-1580. I want to hear from somebody. I want to hear from a woman because, listen, let me tell you something, Zoe, that you may not understand. Tell me. Listen, I have to get this in because, you know, this is is why I came here today. Mm We're going to have to come back and have a whole new conversation. Most of my friends, and again, I'm 47, would rather be housewives than anything else. Mm. So a lot of what we do is because we have to do it. We have to pay the bills. But if... That, if you didn't have to. If that white knight showed up and not literally hit the color of his skin, I'm just talking about the horse. The white horse shows up, we would gladly be a housewife. That's what I've always wanted to be, a mom and a housewife. Mm, I think a lot of younger women no. are not. Let me tell you why. Because you listen to the gentleman who talked about women in their 20s. He said it earlier. That's what the lawyer said. Women mm. in their 20s. Jordan Peterson. Yes, yeah. that's what he would like. they would like. Mm. But as they, he said, as they get in their 30s. But let me tell you, most of my friends are at least 40, at least in their 40s. And mm. the majority of them would prefer to be housewives. That's what a lot of us want to do. Let me tell you why. Again, because I've been laid off so many times. I was laid off eight times. Mm -hmm. Plus, I've worked for so many different companies. When you're young, when you're 20, you think that job loves you. That's what you think. You think that job's going to be around forever. You're going to retire 30 years from now. They're going to give you 
bonuses. They're going to give you plaques. But when you get to be my age, when you get to be 47, you've worked for so many different companies. The first time I was laid off, I was shocked. Mm -hmm. I was shocked that they had laid me off. They gave me a bonus the month before. Mm -hmm. They gave me a perfect attendance award. Mm -hmm. I, I was never so celebrated as I was in this company. Mm -hmm. But yet then I'm laid off. So I'd rather have a relationship or a husband, a marriage to be loyal to. Interesting. Hey, who agrees, disagrees with her perspective? Call in right now. 1-800-920-1580. This is getting heated. We got Reggie from Austin, Texas. Get in here, Reggie. What's up, y'all? Hi, Reggie. Um, Matt, hey, uh, most of what you said is has been really um, sensible. It's not it doesn't take a lot of, um, you know, of, of, of leaning to hear what you say and to agree with what you say. Um, I'm thinking that relationships and career can be both intense. Right. They can. I mean, if you're not looking at them right, they can both take you out of here mm -hmm. with, with respect to stress, with respect to all these negative things that are really detrimental to your life. Mm -hmm. um, but they come from different places they come from different muscles they they use different different uh tools and different tactics to get to 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 success mm -hmm. and both of them go through like cycles of of ebbs and flows of of highs and lows and i think when one is in a high probably the other one might be in a low and vice versa mm -hmm. it just it just works that way um i've also seen people who work like production jobs right where they just use a bunch of willpower and they stay there for like 30 years and they're good at what they do but they the most of their their skill is just willpower like they, they will not give up they just show up every day you know what? Rick? and you can do that go ahead let me no finish your thought because i got something for you but finish your thought and you can do that you can do that in a career but in a relationship you can't do that because people change on a regular Business cycles don't change like people do. So I don't think you can you can compare the two in that instance. So, um, so let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this, Reggie. Go ahead. Which skills that you use at work are transferable to your relationship? Talk to me. Well, personally, every skill I use at work is transferable to a relationship. I mean, I'm in the ministry, so it's it's all spiritual things. No, no, no. Oh, I'm talking but, about in the corporate sense. Uh, communication, mm -hmm. um, availability, mm -hmm. um, creativity. Uh huh. All those things. I'm going show somewhere. up in both. I'm going Go somewhere, Reggie. I mean, we we in the same place. Go ahead. Guess what? what you gotta say. But you got a lot mm -hmm. of people who are so dedicated to their work that they will turn them tools off when they get home because they don't want to be bothered. What are your thoughts? If you turn those tools off, then that's not in your heart. You can't turn off what's in your heart. It's 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 there, whether you want it to be or not. So you can't turn it off when once you get home. It's it's there. And I think if you if you if you keep it on and turn it in perspective, you can highlight your your tools in both places. You short yourself. You shortchange your relationship and your career if you try to turn it off. You can't do that. Keep going, Reggie. This is why I love having so if Reggie. That's the case, if that's the case, you have to take a chance and 
not be so parochial in in your your seek to be successful in both places mm-hmm. and if you do that then you get a you have a fair chance of being successful in both instances now although the tools are transferable the success looks different absolutely what's and the difference like between said, so what's the difference between the two types of success talk to me your success is built on what you believe it to be not what the world designs it to be it's what you believe it to be and i mean as that that's primary for your for your relationship i don't care what other people say a, a success story is now if my business if I, my my career goes out of business then that's failure but success is how is how many people you affect every day that's success and i mean you can't have that on a balance sheet now at the same time you can't have your business out of business it's it's a bottom line to, to to business but the bottom line of your relationship isn't um how big the ring is and and how big the wedding is and all that right no nah, it's like how do y'all affect each other what can y'all do together that you so, can't do apart so if 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 we would bring pokoya dr pokoya mccall in here success in relationship would be those little wins like the cultivation of empathy mutual empathy mutual compassion mutual respect give and take right uh yeah. uh uh Creating a safe space for each other to be a human being, for one another to be human in each other's presence, right? Uh, these are successes for relationship, right? Cultivating mutual mm-hmm. understanding, right? Now, the success in business is a little different. Those benchmarks are what we gained versus what we lost. Right. You understand? Now, what we yes. gained always, especially in business, what we gained in business always has to outpace what we lose or mm-hmm. we're done. Correct? Absolutely. Talk yes. to me, man. You have to have um, a positive balance sheet in your business to stay in business. You can't tell me you're a success when you can't pay your phone bill. That's just that's just the reality of it. Um, but the but the deeper reality is who do you affect? Um, who is better because you're in business, and make it make it spiritual that way, and then you can kind of be in the realm of okay, this is my success. I affected another generation of people coming up, and they have a, a, a set of skills, and they have a set of of um, of, of positive positivity that that the last generation didn't have. Like you can do that. I mean, what you're doing on the radio is successful. Yes. I, I don't care how many books you sell, bro. It's your success uh-huh. because you've you helped people. Now, seriously, you've helped people that wouldn't have been helped if had you not been on the radio, had you not written the book, this and that. Like, I mean, you can sell as many books as James Baldwin. That's fine. But if you're not helping anybody, it doesn't, it doesn't translate to be successful. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I love your energy. I love that you're a minister. I'm also an ordained minister. So I I get the energy Mm -hmm. of what you're saying. But I want to go specifically back to one thing that you said. How can you say you're a success when you can't pay your phone bill? That, to me, is the biggest problem. Because when 
we're building our companies and we're building our businesses, there are days when we have an overflow. And there are days when we may have just paid a $15,000 check and we don't have enough personally to pay that phone bill. So those are the times when relationships get very difficult because we're struggling with the little things in order. We're, we're losing the battles in trying to win the war. And so sometimes it's the little things that affect the relationship. And, and, and those things matter to me. Let me ask you this just for clarity. Are you talking about um, not being able to pay your phone bill in business or like like the, the little wins in your relationship? Like which, which one are you talking about? I don't think about little wins in your relationships. I'm referring to your comment about being successful and not being able to pay your phone bill. There are sometimes in relationships when you're unable to pay household items because you're fighting so hard to pay the things for the business. So do I pay okay. my cell phone bill or do I pay my payroll? Right. Absolutely. We're on the same page. We're yeah. on the same page. Yeah. 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 We are, we're on the same page. What, what I was saying is you have to have some type of benchmark to be in business. Yes. I mean, are you in business or do you have a hobby? Yes. And you know I, what I'm saying? I hear you and I agree with you, but I think we're going off in a, in a different direction. I think that's a different okay. conversation, you know, for me, this is the most important thing. Are we able to work together and grow together with the understanding that whether I am ever successful in what that person thinks I am, whether I never have a million or five million dollars in the bank, do we want to be in this relationship? Because for so many entrepreneurs, especially, they may not reach their level of success for 20 or 30 years. Like I tell people all the time, I built my first website in 1994. I launched my first podcast in 2009. It would be a long time before people considered me any level of success. And I struggled to pay the small things for, for me mm -hmm. personally in, in making an effort to build my business. Mentioning Dr. Pacoya, yeah. she's a co-founder of another company that we have, Black Business Co-op, where we work with black business owners to help them thrive and grow and succeed. But in the meantime, we've put, we're putting all of our resources, all of our energy into the business. We can't take those resources to, to go and live most of our personal lives. Listen, let me just say mm -hmm. this. You success to me. <laughs> listening to all the listen you are a success yes to me reggie i want you to stay with me because you done cooked up a whole heap of good meal today <laughs> when we come forward we going back to austin texas noriega the real noriega Woo! he owe me a hundred favors i ain't petty player we buy the whole thing if you concentrate solely on your career you can get a long way in your career. And I would say that that's a strategy that a minority of men preferentially do. That, that's all they do. They work like 70, 80 hours a week. They go flat out on their career. They're staking everything on the small probability of exceptional status in a narrow domain. But it's, it's hard on them. They don't have a life. It's very difficult for them to have a family. They don't know how to take any leisure activity. Like they get very one dimensional. Now, it may be that that unidimensionality is the price you have to pay to be exceptional at one thing, right? Because if you're going to be something like a genius level mathematician and you want to do that for, or a scientist say, it's like you're in your lab, you're in your lab all the time, you're working 70 hours a week or 80 hours a week, you're smart, you're dedicated, you're unidimensional, and that's how you get to beat all the other people who are doing that. It's the only way.
but the problem is you don't get a life. Now, if you love being a scientist and you have that kind of focus of mind, well, first of all, you're a rare person, and second, you're going to pay for it. But fine, more power to you. But it's a risky business to do that. You sacrifice a lot for it. You know, and I would say most often, if you're speaking about having a healthy life, that isn't what you do. You spread yourself out more. So, you know, you have a family, you have some things that you do outside of work that are meaningful to you and useful. You, you have a network of friends for things alone. Man, Jordan Peterson is on fire tonight. Welcome into the crucible. The VOR is on fire live from KBLA Talk 1580 from the heart of Lemur Park. Sharifa, we got great callers, people talking. You done got people riled up about this. They ain't Sharifa. not riled up. This your topic. They not riled up. You gave me this they topic. They not riled up enough. Oh, you want them? Okay. I want them riled up. Reggie. I want to hear what Nikki has to say. Nikki coming now. Don't don't you worry. Don't take over. Nikki coming now. Whoa, Reggie. What are your final yeah. thoughts on this, man? Because you were cooking. I think that both career and relationship require a different set of skills and um, a different de definition of success. Um, so I really can't decide between one or the other, like what you choose, because um, they're both so different. Um, and I just wanted to, to congratulate Sharifa on our, on our campaign. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. And I think the most difficult aspect, again, is if we take out the word success, when you're working mm -hmm. with somebody or you're living with somebody and they're just starting out on their career, there may be years before the success. That's when we need to truly work on the relationship and communicate as far as where this is going. Reggie, I guess what, what word would you substitute for success? Careers is the word that we go on. Would you choose a relationship over a career? Because someone may have a career, but their career is just starting out. No matter what it is, they may be at the beginning of that career. Okay. And if they're at the right, beginning, now. they're probably going to want to dig deeper and go, you know, and kind of grow in that career. Reggie, what did you just do, yeah. brother? Brought Austin in the building. Austin, Texas <laughs> is in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do. Just call me at 1-800-9-2015-8. Let me get deep real quick, real fast. Career and relationships yes. are exceedingly difficult to master. Yes. One, you got to have a skill set, an intellectual skill set, a trade skill set. Uh, you, you have to have a mind oriented skill set in order to win at business. Yes. You, you have to be organized. It's a whole bunch of stuff, right? But real relationships are about shadow work. Real relationships are spiritual. Mm -hmm. How did I end up with this person? What lesson came? Listen, it's hard to really divide your attention to figure out the spiritual purpose of why you're in a relationship with somebody while you're trying to climb Mount Everest in the world. Now, guess what? This is why a lot of relationships are mediocre mm -hmm. because the relationships are superficial. They're escape pods. They're escape. They are a, an, a, an escape from the hustle and bustle of hustling. You want to hey, I don't I don't fought the world. When I come home, I want to be at peace. I want to be at ease. But really, that's where the real work starts. 
when you go home to your relationship with your significant other. This is why I say when people say, uh, which one would you prefer? Many people have them both, but they have them at different degrees. Yes. Sometimes you see people having a, a, a high degree of success, but a low degree of intimacy. Right. Because that requires something in you. It wakes up wounds. It wakes up hurts. Listen, when I come forward, we're going to talk to Nikki from the SIP. We live in an environment now where we validate ourselves on how busy we are. It has to stop. If you want to be clever, don't work hard. Instead, understand how many good hours you have in you a day. Work those hours and then go and do other things with your life. Don't kill yourself working to the detriment of everything else, okay? If you're better in these areas, it will also feed into your work anyway. When you go out, if you want to meet people quickly, instead of focusing on the one person you want to meet when you go out, focus on meeting everybody. The moment you walk into a venue, start talking to the person who's standing right here. Now you talk to this person here, how's it it going? That's it. You say, what's your name again? Martin, Martin, have a great night, cheers. And then you walk away. You just made yourself the most approachable person. The great news is you can do this with 10 people in the first minute of being somewhere. Find a guy who is- Ladies and gentlemen, we, hey, this is amazing. I'm having such a great time with my guest. She's running for Senate. AskSharifa.com is her website. And she has all of these businesses. She's a very accomplished woman. No man. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. She said no man. No man. You want a man? I want a man. You ready for a man? I didn't say all that. I just said I want one. Oh! (laughs) I'm being honest. I came here to be honest. No, ain't nothing wrong. Because here's the thing. I was listening to everything that you were saying, especially on the break. And I really, truly believe, like the old people used to say, romance without finance is a nuisance. So when you talk about all the lessons and all that stuff, it sounds good. And the decompression, I came home and I just, you know, but most of the time, a lot of these issues really come down to finances, Mm. especially when you're trying to build a business. Do I want to take that hundred dollars to go out on date night? Or do I want to take this hundred dollars and pay for some more Facebook ads? And pay for this shipping. Right. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. I I would love to be in love. I would love to have a relationship. I would love to get married again. You are making my point. I've always said that love is not real in a transactional materialistic society. This Mm. is a capitalistic society. Love is a fantasy. It's a pipe dream. It it doesn't provide that special je ne sais quoi that money does. No, it doesn't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that's what that I'm saying. What I'm saying. What I'm saying, and what I wish for you, my brother Zoe. You is said that love you without finance get, is a nuisance. Right. That's what you're saying, right? But then with the other thing, first you get the money, then you get the power. You know what I mean? It's an order in all these. The power, the money. You know what I mean? First you get the power, then you get the money, but then you get. Can you put on the instrumental of <laughs> money, power, respect yeah, that. for her? I said it wrong. Let's get that back. back. <laughs> Correct. You know what I'm talking about, though. But the third thing is always the relationship. You know why? Because you have to define who you are. No, I think the yes. first thing is yes. the relationship. It can't. Because you're born into relationship. 
relationship is ubiquitous you have a relationship with yourself you got a relationship with your family you got a relationship with the extended world you got then you get into intimate relationships which deals with what carl Jung talked about your shadow stuff and that is paramount for you to become a fully integrated human being at some point in time but everything yeah. happens in divine perfect order and divine perfect time i'm just saying so yes eventually when you're ready to work through all those things and all those issues and find love and live happily ever after yes i'm in agreement with you stop dancing focus this is important i we, am we are helping the people you know what i mean i need you to understand that at some point I want to see on TMZ that Zoe Williams got married. That's what I would love to see. You want to see me get married? Yes. Okay. I want to see all of our people get married. Right. I do. I want to see me get married too. Listen, we got Nikki from the SIP. Nikki, get in here and help us with this. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> oh, good evening, fam. Good evening. Why you laughing, Nikki? Why y'all laughing? Y'all making me nervous. No, 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 no. We just First love of you. All, you great. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, you're you're bringing to the forefront the place that a lot of us uh, live at some point in our lives, if not uh, presently. Before I say anything, I would like to address your number 12 question regarding the compensation for a lack of love in one's life. There, you you cannot. There is no zero method of currency that will compensate for a lack of love in any human being. Mm. Let's start right there, because what we hope happens to us in our working in progress is that we have some sense of center that says. It's not about this nuisance thing where <laughs> the demand for the currency is required. When we, because of the demands of living, we tend to grow up in environments where we put that first because that's where the pressure is. Mm -hmm. Lights, gas, tires, and oil, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the, earlier in the conversation tonight, you listed some rather notable people, mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Kobe, you know, Prince. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to say this about men and women because the perspective of this is different to me, in my opinion, for thought, based on the gender. Because women have a tendency to, because we're nesters, right? Mm -hmm. We need to feel secure in a monetary kind of way. Hmm. And yeah, that's a we. Jesus gave us that mm -hmm. because out of that place, well, for me, Jesus, I'm not disrespecting anybody. No, you're fine. You you ain't got that. You good. Come on, Nikki. It comes from there because also in that place lives a sense of nurturing. <laughs> um, that thing that often draws men to us outside of the aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Um. And very often for women, we don't get to be in a circumstance with our partner that edifies us in that place where we can be secure monetarily. Mm -hmm. 
So listening to the conversation tonight, we're talking about skill sets for work and for relationships. Well, I don't split mine mm. because my skill set at work is the same skill set at home. It mm. looks different, mm. but it's the same skill set. Mm. Okay. It makes it easier for me because I'm drawing on those skills all the time. I'm not not in relationship with my partner just because I'm at work. I'm in relationship with him all the time, all day, every day. (laughs) Yes, keep going. Okay. But learning how to tone down the leader control position once I come home, and I said learning, because, again, I'm drawing on the same skill set. Mm-hmm. I have to, I had to, I watched in my household how to set it up. I was taught that we don't hit the man with any kind of trouble at home for the first hour when he gets home. Mm-hmm. I heard Big Mama say that. Don't okay. you go in there and mess with Goldie. Well, well, I, I, nope. I, I heard it. <laughs> you need to give him that space because while I'm trying to switch from control from work, skill set in that space I'm giving him I'm tuning my toner down so that I don't take that first position because that's not operating from the feminine energy and don't no man want to be in no man energy get on well except for those that want that you know then you've got to consider from a female perspective when the children come see it shifts again because men are often better at focusing on that one thing and developing it until the children come and then there gets to be this tension because the mamas of the house are saying the babies need attention from you the babies need attention from you which means they have to turn or tune down that thing they focus on so wait because you, you you are on I, I, listen she's one of my favorite callers when she call in here i know we go get some good home cooking i mean fried fish grits you gonna get some scrambled eggs the (laughs) eggs with the little chives in them and the cheese it's 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 gonna be right when i listen when we come forward we gonna go back and get the rest of what nikki is putting down Hey, this playlist has been absolutely crazy tonight. Andy, what what is my next song? Because in the name of Sweet Baby Ray's Barbie. What? Wait, wait, what? Come on, man. I'm out of control. Do I have another one after this? I just want to know. Before, before we go to it, let the beat drop. What is this? This Biggie, right? Hey. The playlist is crazy. What's the next one? Man, I'm just, I'm different. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. The VOR is on fire tonight. If you could only choose one, which would it be? Your career or your love life? That's been the topic tonight, and we've been on fire I've got one of my favorite callers on the line, Nikki from The Sip. I want to get her final thoughts. Nikki, wrap it up for us. 
It has to be the love life because if yes. you work on the love life, the success will come. Amen. Um, mm. The definition of success, keep in mind, sometimes, well, I'll speak for myself. Some of my greatest successes came in failure mm. because I grew the most. I learned the most about me, right? Mm-hmm. And how to apply me out mm. to other people. How to apply me out to other people. Man, if you don't. Nikki, I love you. You know what you just did? That's a book. That brought the sip in the building. And sister, I'm on your website. I'm tracking. That's a book. There you go. She says she's on your website and she's tracking. There Amen. it is. Listen, it. if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call your brother Zoe Williams. 1-800-920-1580. Daryl from Harbor City, adjacent to LBC. Get in here. Hey man, you know what? I've been I'm I'm 63 years old, married for 36 years, been single, and the one thing that I did not hear was this: you have number one is that if you wanting to be loved, wanting to be nurtured is a natural thing. It does not matter what your career is. Mm. It does not matter what your aspirations are. The key is. Who have you chosen to walk that path with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm listening, brother. The, Go ahead. Now, here's, here's my situation. I've been in business for a long time, self-employed. I started in business at the age of 24, single. And the one thing I did not do is I did not compromise my time in terms of my focus. And the thing is, whoever I dated, well, they have to be with me. If they weren't with me, then that, that just wasn't the one. Right. That was it. And so, like, with the young lady running for Senate, Teresa, she's got all the attributes of success. Now, the thing is, that young man has not entered her life yet. I've got two daughters. They tough. The thing is, I always tell them, you don't settle. Because the one thing I know today is that the ones that are getting it done are the sisters. Mm. The sisters yes. that are getting it done today. They are on top. The brothers is trying to, the brothers is lagging behind. I'm just letting y'all know. And, and I'm talking about from every level, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, the women are getting it done. And, and the thing is, and there's so much independence out there. And the problem is that they got to kiss a lot of frogs to get that prince. Hey, brother. And you, do not, and you do not compromise. You do not compromise your goals or your aspirations. Because somebody wants you to be at home or wants to spend more time. He has to be out there getting it, getting it just like you do. Yes. And guess what you just did, Daryl? Yes, sir. You brought Harbor City in the building. <laughs> Listen, Daryl talking like a daddy yes. of daughters. Yes. You better go get yours, baby girl. You better have your own. That's right. You don't want to be uh, uh, relying on some dude. Nope. Yeah, I I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at him whatsoever. So, Sharifa, we're definitely going to have you back. Thank you. Because this was great. I enjoyed it. You know, uh, once again, tell people where to get uh, or find your website and then how to sign up to actually vote for you because you're running for Senate, a Senate seat in California, right? Absolutely. So my website is AskSharifa.com. Uh, there's a link 
that says state senate on the website i definitely need your support um, on that website to get the word out about sharifa hardy for california state senate district 33 which goes from long beach to huntington park so my a little bit of my final thought here is i believe relationships should have a three-pronged purpose I got my purpose, you got your purpose, and then we've got the relationship's purpose, Mm -hmm. right? I believe that that is important. The relationship should have a purpose, Mm -hmm. and I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, Unfortunately, these are just words, and life happens around this concept. And sometimes one partner may have their purpose fully designed and, and defined where the other may just have a sketch of it and because that's you know because it's that way it might create a power imbalance and that'll be very difficult to create a purpose for the relationship or what if they have a purpose starting out like you have two lawyers they're starting out that's a different relationship i'm just and then somebody wants to be a ballerina is my point oh no listen again if you trying to be a ballerina at 32 It's too late now. Your toes ain't flexible no more. You got to get them. Anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My other piece is fulfillment and happiness need to be understood. You need to deal with happy people. People who haven't done any work are not going to be happy. I'm one of those people. I've done a lot of work internally, Mm -hmm. but I still have moments of melancholy. But if you got people who ain't really done any work, you know, that disappointment is going to creep into the relationship. It's going to make the relationship something that you don't want. And then you're going to have to learn how to balance because mm-hmm. everybody got to work. So you're going to have to learn how to pour into your relationship the same way you pour into your job in order to get your check. Your relationship has a different kind of payoff than your work does. And you're going to have to cultivate love the way you cultivate your job. Listen, we started the conversation. It's up to you to finish it. But guess who's going to keep this fire lit? RSVP with Jill Monroe is up next. Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. Be back in here tomorrow with another slapper. Deucer.